The button has been pushed. Commencing podcast now. They're hairless Ewoks. Welcome to Pop Tech Jam, the independent audio magazine about consumer technology, pop culture, and the feeling of a very long year starting to wind down, and us finally back after two weeks. Yes, we're uh, back. One of those unexpected, uh, my fault, but uh, no we're back worries. here. We're back. I'm J.D. Beersdorfer. And I'm Pedro Rafael Rosado. On this week's show, we have a roundup of the news that happened since the last show, which was way back in November, and I have a hopefully helpful hint about converting pictures into words. Oh, nice. I like that. And I know some pictures and hand gestures translate into words already, oh, but yes, this, is, this is more yes. of a text-based Oh, approach. I gotcha. I gotcha. Gotcha. I was thinking of some myself, but yeah, you know, yeah. No, I, I'm sure you've there's a, there's a few that yes, you translate from the native Bronx so, to. <laughs> I will not go there. Yes, I will not but go there. Uh, but while I was off last week, I yes. had to attend to some family matters. Yes, saw the Justice League movie. I know you have seen it as well, or you were tweeting about it. Yes. Uh, comparison to uh, DC TV properties. Uh huh. What is the El Kaiser review of Justice League? I give it a meh. Give it a man on the on the on the scale on a scale of uh, ugh, to yeah, woo yeah, yeah exactly okay it's so it gets a man okay it was two movies it reminded me a lot of Rogue One there there were two movies going on there yeah you can almost see and feel when it switched to Joss Whedon at some uh-huh. point and, yeah the you stitching know, on the Franken yeah, movie yeah and I just could I I just don't like Ben Affleck as Batman and that's obviously the big deal for me being a bat. Yeah. A bad head, an old school bad head from way back when. He is inhabiting an iconic character that you have cherished since childhood. He is, and he's not doing a really good job of it. I mean, he's it's not Daredevil yeah. level, you know what I mean, when he did Daredevil, and that was a, a freak show. Yeah. Um, but it's just bad. And The Flash, the, the guy who's playing The Flash, I thought that whole thing was ridiculous. I did not like it at all. Yeah. Thankfully, Gal Gadot was in it, and she salvaged whatever she could. Every time she was on screen, Every time she was it kind of hung together. Yeah. The Aquaman, I know they were trying to do with him Aqua and also dude. make him cool. Aqua you know. bro. Yes, Aqua bro. Uh, yes. And he was much more interesting than had it been the guy in the the green tights and the orange outfit. Right. Yeah, uh, the little body. But but thing. whether it uh, you know sort of meshed in with the the whole uh, thing. And then, I, I can't see an entire movie of Aqua Bro. Yeah. I just can't. Yeah, and I, you know, and they did. Don't. Well, I don't want to spoil it for people, but there there was a, a Aquaman trope that got repeated twice. Yes. It's like because you really don't have a lot of material to work with, yeah, uh, exactly. with when you get to the Aquaman. Exactly. And, yeah. You know, and uh, you know they were. Busting Batman's chops through the whole movie, which was cute, but it reminded me a lot of the Batman Lego movie. Yeah, it was, you know, it was just bad. It really, it was really. I mean, it wasn't horrible. Yeah, it it could have been a lot worse. It could have it, been, it a lot been worse. Batman versus Superman, right? That uh, was brutal. Yeah, that was brutal. And I made the mistake of watching the extended version of that. Ooh, so it was even was extended like brutal. Twenty more minutes of brutality. Yeah, it was just really. It wasn't that level of bad. It wasn't yeah. that level bad. But again, Gal Gadot had a lot. She saved that movie from being a, a real ugh. Yeah. Really saved it. But let's talk about Crisis on Earth X. Yes. Now, this is the, the DC TV property of which you are enamored. The with, Arrowverse. Right? Yes. Basically, it's the This yearly, is part of the Greg Berlanti yes, world? Yes, okay. absolutely. And, you know, it's an annual event. It's a crossover event, just like in the comic books. I used to get pumped. I'm sure you get pumped whenever there's a crossover storyline. Yeah. I mean, this was what Justice League should have been. They got a whole bunch of superheroes 
and folks with exceptional abilities to fight the big baddies. There was not so subtle political commentary involved, just like in the comic book. Yeah. There were Easter eggs. There was fan service. Everything was in there. It was perfect. It was the best superhero viewing, I guess, kind of, you know, between TVs and all that. It was just fantastic. It was perfectly done. It was heart-wrenching. It was happy. It had everything. It had what you want. Now, did this harken all the way back to the original Crisis on Infinite Earths oh, yeah, in the 80s? Absolutely. Or was this absolutely. a reboot from an earlier? No, okay, no, so no. I mean, there was a mixture of a lot of stuff in yeah. there. You know, So the George Perez pencils, right? Yeah, it was 85, 86 have, when that came out. You know, they had like the subtle Easter eggs. Like at one point, they said, we're going to blow it to Kingdom Come. And some of it was relevant to that storyline. Oh, the Alex Ross. So, right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it was just really, it was a labor of love that was really well done. With amazing special effects for a TV series, much better, to be perfectly honest, than the special effects in Justice League. Because the main character, Steppenwolf, just looked horrible in Justice League. Yeah, he, he was like, like some a, rogue from a 90s Terminator it, movie. It, it just looked like bad game yeah. art. It was just really bad. This was fun. You cared about the characters. We've talked about it before. The thing about the TV universe is that you've spent so much time with these characters Regardless of the show, if you don't watch all of them, even if you watch one or two, you're still going to have characters that you care about in these shows. It's not like all of a sudden there's this, oh, who is this cyborg guy? Why yeah. do I care about him? Well, I can't feel his pain. He just yeah. seems whiny. And he was a Teen Titan originally. Exactly. I mean, I know he eventually ended up, but, but you know, I'm because I'm going back to the Wolfman Perez course, days. Because we yes. are old school. Yes. And Cyborg was the Teen Titans, yes. the original new Teen Titans. Exactly so. right. It's like they just completely ignored yeah. History. I mean, it's just, ah, it was just really bad. It was thrown together. But if you're going to just watch Crisis on Earth X, right. it was fun, great action. Now, where, where can the listeners find this program you speak of? Uh, probably on demand. I'm sure it'll be on uh, Netflix. I mean, the CW shows tend to go right on Netflix yeah. as soon as the season's done. So if you can wait for a little while. And they've got a CW app for they the They have a CW app so right, you can so watch it. Yeah. yeah that, I mean, it's time. So I. I if you're going to watch, I would watch now. Yes, because they had a, yeah, disappears. They, is Supergirl in this? Supergirl's definitely in it. All She's right. fantastic in it. All right. She's great. I'm I'm not a big fan of the show. Uh -huh. I like her as the character, but she's great. She plays, you know, she plays a significant role in it. I won't spoil it for anyone. All right. So. Although a lot of this stuff is like you could see it a mile away. but Yeah, yeah. But but still, still for those who like to watch the story unfold. Yes, bit it's bit. a comic book. All of us, we're trained as comic book aficionados to check our brains at the door. Mm -hmm. So just do it on the TV show. Yeah, walk through the panels on your screen. Yeah, not all of this golden age of television has to be highbrow. Yeah. Okay? You know? I'm just saying. The Ritos taste good. It yes, doesn't they mean do. that they're health food. That's yeah. right. Thank you. Well put. Well Thank put. You. Thank you. Should, should we do a little news? There's not a whole lot because yeah, this is the end of the year news. and all the yeah, products the that have years. been released. Let me just ask right off the bat. Right off the bat. No drugs. You know, I should just... That's exactly what I was going to ask. <laughs> no drones. Is anything going to get me upset? There might be. Well, I don't know what your mood is, but I don't have a whole lot of drone. You know, no drone stuff this week. Okay, that's of, fine. And and there's no like uh, robots coming to life. No anything like that might kill me in my sleep. Not not really. Okay, good. Uh, all right. I think it's a fairly nice. benign week. In nice. fact, the the stuff that was all over the news this week was Bitcoin related. I don't I don't have any Bitcoin. I don't know. Neither if you do have, I. Uh, I almost mined bought. Any. Many years ago, when it first became a thing, 
and it was cheap. Yeah. I almost bought some. I should have. It's like that whimsical one share of Disney stock or something. Exactly. Yeah. But I did not. Yes. Well, well Bitcoin, that cryptocurrency that uh, only, I guess, real geeks and ransomware makers uh, seem to use is getting a lot of press lately. It was even a plot point on the Big Bang Theory uh, <laughs> a couple of weeks ago. Okay. Uh, it's considered the world's biggest cryptocurrency out there, and it's getting a boost surging on market expectations. The new, I guess, Bitcoin derivatives uh, are expected to begin trading this month, and they'll boost all the mainstream demands. So it's sort of like Bitcoin is going out into the open, going legit here. Uh, although more cautious brokerages are warning regulators that uh, the contracts for these derivative products have been rushed to market because everyone's like, oh, we got to, you know, it's the cool hot. We got to do it. We got to do it. There's not enough due diligence. And maybe we're creating a bubble here and we should grab the reins. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is Bitcoin jumped as much as 18.4% to $15,797 on a recent Friday. should have bought that Bitcoin. Yeah, when people were mining it for the cheap. And so that takes the digital currency's uh, surge this year to more than 1,400%, and it's got a market capitalization of $257 billion. So for a thing that's, you know, just started out as just like seven, eight years ago or whatever, it's, it's getting some traction. It's How's not, Dogecoin doing? I bought some of those. I, I, I did not see any news reports on <sighs> Dogecoin. The Doge himself, I hope, is... Is it's doing well. I, I hope, hope. I always think I see him around town, but I think, so do I. I think it's just another shape. <laughs> it's just you know. another, yeah, exactly. But uh, Bitcoin is not universally loved, though. Uh, the Steam video game service just announced that it was no longer supporting Bitcoin as a method of payment on its platform. Said this was due to high transaction prices processing fees, and quite frankly, vitality and the value of Bitcoin, because it yeah. goes up, it goes down, we can't really put, you know, it's it's sort of like foreign currency. It's very volatile, very volatile. Yeah, and I guess... Didn't they rob some just recently? Yes, that, that's my that's my next item here. Wow, nice uh, segue there, Yes, right? you did. You, you, you were on it. But yeah, the, and so nobody wants to pay $20 Bitcoin transaction no, fees. No, um, Because ridiculous. I think, you know, even the credit card companies are only a couple percent of purchase. That's right. But, uh, but because Bitcoin is a digital product, as you alluded to, it is vulnerable to hacking. It is indeed. According to Reuters, the cryptocurrency marketplace NiceHash, which is based in Slovenia, mm-hmm. uh, said the contents of its Bitcoin wallet uh, had been stolen in a security breach recently. One executive there said uh, nearly $64 million had been lost. A NiceHash representative told Reuters that the hack was, quote, a highly professional attack with sophisticated social engineering, end uh, quote. Yeah. So probably the reset your password email link Listen, or something. I'm a Bronx boy. I rode the subways every day. Everyone knows you wrap a couple of rubber bands around your wallet, they can't pull it out of your pocket. Yeah. Hello. You know, they, they did on. not do the digital equivalent of this, uh, the rubber bands on, on the Bitcoin. Slovenia. Yeah. So they, they were uh, saying that though this attack about uh, 4,700 Bitcoin worth about 63.92 million at the current prices Holy were lost. Holy moly. So this is kind of like an Ocean's 11 casino yeah, kind of thing, except exactly. it was the the Bitcoin vault here with uh, for possibly nice handsome people stealing yes. stuff. Yes, smart and handsome yeah, and able to exactly. uh, you know get what they want out of that casino. So, so, so that's that's kind of what Bitcoin has been all over yeah. uh, lately. But I'm um, moving on. Well, hold on before you move on. Yes, you mentioned the Big Bang Theory. Yes, are you watching Young Sheldon? I am. Young I'm an episode behind. Uh, what but, do you think? 
It's growing on me. I was a little okay. dubious at the concept. The casting of Zoe Perry, uh, who is Laurie Metcalf's daughter, who plays the the mom on The Big Bang Theory. She plays Mary Cooper. That seems uh, inspired. To James Parson. Yeah, the daughter is a dead ringer for the mom. And yeah. it's set in the 80s, and so you get all... And those of us who grew up in the 80s, you get that little nostalgia uh, ping there. Yes, of course. Uh, it's not bad. It, it, it's sort of growing on me. Some of it's a little clunky. The girl who plays Sheldon's twin sister is hilarious. Yeah, like, the kid's got... You you know, classic comedy chops, great timing. Nice. Part of it is just very, you know, cut and dried yeah, it's, sitcom. And yeah, here's this sitcom. genius kid trapped in Texas. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I think There's for, the pitch. That was probably the yeah. pitch, too. Yeah, so so it, it's watchable. It's not run home and stop everything because we, we don't want to DVR it. We want to watch it live viewing. Is it uh, Golden Age? Uh, it's, you know, yeah. maybe 14 karat golden age. Yeah, it, yeah it's, it, it's got some nice performances in it. It's yeah. plated. Yeah, yeah, you know, with the little, you gotta, you know, yeah, kind of exactly. keep it clean. The, um, Will you get an infection in your ear if you put it in? That's the question. Uh, I, I think it maybe is a little more. Okay, high fair You know, it's, it's, it's got some quality muscle behind it, you know, creatively. I just like to say it like odd couple style, Sheldon. Yes. Sheldon. Yes. So, uh, and I think it did very well because they ran the pilot like oh, way back in the you fall. See it everywhere. And and it's all over the, the CBS app too. If you, if you happen to have the CBS All Access, so so it's enjoyable. Do you it have is not the All a Access app. I did because I had to see the Good Fight, and then we had to see Star Trek Discovery. So for six bucks a month, you know, a couple of commercial breaks. It's it's. See, I, I'm finding it worth it. That's the part that drives me crazy. If really? I'm paying six bucks a month, I don't want commercials. Yeah, well, you have to pay $10 a month to not no. have commercials See, there. No, not Yeah, for $6 happen. a month, you have to sit through some progressive ads, and I think there's some four. Oh, yeah, no, not happening. Yeah, anyway, well, I'm you sorry. know, you, you got to pee when the TV's streaming, too, so you just go yeah, when they're doing right, commercial block. Yeah, you make a point. You yeah, so, point. and for $6 a month, Christine Baranski, The Good Fight, I would it's pay that it. every yeah. year. I hear you. I hear yes, yeah, so, uh, so anyway, moving on. Uh, moving on. Instagram continues to take aim at Instagram. Snapchat, as you know. Yeah, it's uh, a big battle. Yeah, Sna- Snapchat was was everyone's favorite, and then Instagram started to maybe yeah, it was the you know, borrow some features the and incorporate the ball, them. Yeah, and, you know, they bought the same dress. Instagram, yeah, and then the new girl so, comes in, yes, and, and she's exactly. got the big powerful daddy. And, yes, yeah. indeed. I've seen this movie. It was an eighties movie. Like, yeah, I believe it was. Andrew McCarthy uh, was starting. Yeah, I think John Hughes made something to do with it. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Instagram, which as we um, owned by Facebook, is testing a new app called Direct, or in the South Direct. Uh, I can say that because I grew you can up say in you a got regional yes, indeed. area of the country. Just like I could speak Yiddish because I grew up in New York. So. Yes. So, um, so, so direct. It's intended for private messages and it opens right to the camera feature like Snapchat does. What really? Kind of messages. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, no word yet if this will be a function that gets yanked out of the main Instagram app and turned into a separate program that you have to use to do this one function. Uh, so That's we don't never know. worked for Facebook. Yeah, you know. Never. You know, that whole thing with Messenger. And well, the you know. only one, Messenger's the only one that's stuck around. Yeah, yeah, I Facebook camera, not, yeah, so much. not so much. Uh, yeah, so so we don't know if, if direct to Instagram is what Messenger is to Facebook. We right. don't know that yet. Uh, but those who have used it report that if you install direct, the inbox disappears from the Instagram app and you can only get to it from within this new direct messaging app. So it sounds like they're yeah. uh, kind of wanting you to herd you into this uh, yeah, sounds like it. new platform. I don't um, like being herded. No, you don't. You, 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 as a New Yorker, I think I you rebel swear. against it. Absolutely. Uh, Direct is available in six countries for Android and iOS. I don't think you'll be using it based on the set of your jaw there. And no. 
And, Definitely not uh, happening. Yeah. So, uh, but but for the youngs out there, maybe the they, they want to just do nothing but messaging on the Instagram. Lovely. Here's an app for that. There you go. There's an app for that. Yeah. So Uber is not the only ride sharing service testing you know the whole self driving vehicles. Um, really. Lyft is starting self driving car pilot program with a company called Newtonomy, and that's up in Boston. Newtonomy. I mean, having driven in Massachusetts, uh, specifically in Boston. Mm-hmm. Self-driving car. The streets are six inches wide there. I don't know where these little self-driving cars are going. And my experience with Bostonians are not exactly the most patient uh, if there are uh, vehicular problems. Yes, I would would have to agree with you there. So I do not know if if the the little cars will— No dissing of our Boston fans there. Yes, but but they got things to do there. They don't have time for some robot car trying to figure out where to go. Hopefully it will not end up in the harbor. They're in the Uh, car. Yeah, in the car. Yeah, you're not going to, you know, end up hmm. uh, floating out there by the airport. Yep. So, so good luck with that there, uh, Boston. There you go. Consumer Reports has weighed in on what it thinks is the best smartphone <gasps> these days. All right, talk to me. Now, contrary to Apple's PR department, the magazine did not give the absolute top marks to the iPhone 10. You know, yeah, but thousand uh, dollar. Yeah, but you know, the last time they did this, they went back and revised. Yeah, yeah the well, they're it's shenanigans. They they had well, they had some some supporting evidence here. Uh, Do they? Consumer Reports scores the Samsung Galaxy S8, the Galaxy S8 Plus, the iPhone 8 Plus, and the iPhone 8 highest in the rankings. Mm-hmm. Uh, each of those had an overall score of 81 out of 100. So if this was school, they'd be getting Bs. Uh, but still, and I don't know what you have to do to get 100 on the Consumer Reports test. But uh, anyway, the, these were the highest, uh, you know, on the on the curve. These were the highest right. of all the phones that they tested. The Galaxy Note 8, the Galaxy S8 Active, the Galaxy S7, the LG G6, and the iPhone 10 were all given an overall score of 80. So they scored one point below. Ooh. But still, it was it was a uh, second place here. And uh, Consumer Reports, they, they had a in the story, they explained why they did this. It says, taken as a complete package, this phone ranked a bit lower than Samsung's S8, S8 Plus, and Note 8, mainly because the others had superior battery life. So the iPhone X uh, not really managing its power cell uh, yeah, see, as efficiently. You, know, you see, I just don't trust the Samsung batteries yet. Yeah, yeah, Come on, yeah. I want a, a couple of yeah. versions. Yeah, you know? until we get away from until Great Balls of Fire. Yes, yeah, so, exactly. uh, so, so Consumer Reports that went on to say, though, many longtime iPhone users aren't interested in switching to Android. So in order mm-hmm. to, if they wanted the best phone, they'd have to go to the Samsung Galaxy. So the real question for them was if you want to save a few bucks because the iPhone 10 is $1,000 uh, yeah. on the base, if you want the really good phone that, that maybe just came in a point lower and save a couple hundred dollars while you're at it, get the iPhone 8 or the 8 Plus. Uh, I've got the 8 okay. Plus. I've been very happy with it. I wanted to uh, keep the Touch ID button because right. I'm not quite sure with the face scanning yet. I'm not doing the face thing. I'm not going um, anywhere near the 10. Yeah, and and people were saying that uh, the the eight and the eight plus were also more resistant to breaking because it's the, not glass. Yes, uh, well, they have the glass back for the charging, but the iPhone ten is is all and there's like no bezel there, and it's a little more fragile. So uh, they were, and they said, you know, people, quite frankly, they are more comfortable with the old home button. That's right. Like you, you don't have to relearn all your finger muscle memory in mm-hmm. order to manipulate the menus on the tent. Some people like that. Some they like to you know broaden the vocabulary of device interaction. Some That's, people just want to find their context list. Yeah, geeks like us like that. Yeah. So uh, so they did say that the uh, iPhone X's Face ID feature was very handy. They liked that a lot. I know you were not putting your face anywhere near nope. it. Nope. But they gave the best prize to the Samsung phones. All right. 
Fair enough. Yeah. So, and so the, I think the Pixel and, wasn't anywhere on there, huh? Yeah. I don't know if the Pixel just didn't get in. I know the Pixel had had some issues. Some, there were some technical issues yes. and, and whatnot. So maybe that uh, chipped away at their ranking. I'm sure it did. Uh, sure. But we'll, we'll link to the Consumer Reports uh, story so people can read it in full. Cool. Now, uh, negatively planted stories and other dirty deeds done dirt cheap just aren't for politics and beauty pageants, I'll have you know. Do tell. Yes, thanks to a squabble between the tech giants Google and Oracle, damaging information about the Big G's products that was supplied by its competitor in the software and cloud computing business to media outlets. According to Quartz, Oracle has been, quote, engaging in a cloak-and-dagger, take-no-prisoners lobbying campaign against Google, end quote, for uh, the past several years. And the motive here is uh, perhaps hoping to cause Google intense political and financial pain at a time when the two uh, are duking it out in federal court over allegations of stolen computer code. Now, if we go on the Wayback Machine, they have been – punching up at each other uh, since 2010 uh, because Oracle accused Google of copying Java and using key portions of that in the making of the Android mobile system. And there was a lawsuit of $9 billion involved in there. Google uh, has fought back against those claims, uh, saying, well, no, it's fair use. Hmm. Oracle wasn't having that. They've uh, reportedly been trying to sell tech industry reporters uh, on a story about the privacy pitfalls of Android and how Google was actually still tracking users' locations even if location services were turned off. And Google said, no, we realized that was an error and we stopped doing that. But they're doing all of these anti-Google lobbying efforts, billboards in wow. the south and just wow. really billboards taking pot shots. Yeah. And well, if you look, I guess it's paid by, by Oracle yes, down at exactly. the bottom. But they are – Trying to uh, get Google into trouble uh, legally and politically, and wow. and I guess they're just trolling them because of this ongoing uh, lawsuit that Google's been successfully able to avoid. It's getting petty. Yeah, and Oracle and Google throwing down here. Slap fight. Yeah, it's uh, so, so we'll see. You know who who's gonna uh, take the next whack there. Yeah. But speaking of Google, the company has now shut down its Chrome Apps web store. I know you had a ton of them, didn't you? Oh, yeah, on, I did. On yeah. your Chromebook, yeah. Yeah, yeah Chrome Apps are dead. Uh, no more. Uh, they are sending emails to Chrome App developers telling them that the, these apps are deprecated. And while, obviously, installed apps will still work, the Chrome browser itself will not have the functionality to run them after spring of 2018. But uh, And this, this is a point that I think they need to really reinforce. Chrome browser extensions aren't going anywhere, and they still work. It's just the standalone apps that that you would get from the... So I think there's a lot of confusion about what exactly... But if if you have a browser extension, like to stop autoplay or whatever, that's still going to work, according to this. And and Google's making noise about having these kind of progressive apps that we're going to put in, but we're still on, you know, transitioning to that. So I don't know anybody who used Chrome apps from the web store. Neither do I. But still, it's another case of Google just killing something. Yeah. Yeah, we don't, you know, not making us any money. Goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah, uh, the Big G also announced a new mobile video feature in the works this week. Selfie-style clips of famous people answering common questions about themselves that other people have looked up on Google search. So I don't think it's live yet because I couldn't find them. But some of the sample clips they've got, they have a a post on their keyword blog. Uh, Some of the sample clips include, can Will Ferrell actually play the drums? And you get a clip of Will Ferrell talking about his musical abilities. Oh, that's nice. And there's a few. They they have a wide range of actresses, but they haven't really officially rolled it. I think it's a mobile thing, too, uh, Mm. that you do with the... Mm. Well, that's kind of, I guess you really, it has to be a super, super, super common question for them to take the time to record this, and you just get the one stock answer. Right. But they're they're trying to to get people to to use their search. I do know that Will Ferrell can play the heck out of a cowbell. 
Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, he. he I've, I've seen some clips on the YouTube. He's actually not not, not a quiet. Uh, yeah, he's pretty good. He's a good pretty drummer. Good drummer. Yeah. He uh, he went head to head with a drummer from uh, what is it? Chad from. Uh, oh, from Red Hot. Uh, Red Hot Chili Pepper. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, he's he uh, held his own. My dad played drums. I, I grew go. up, you know, hearing them all over the house. There and you go. and Mr. Farrell seems to have some legitimate skills. There. He's got chops. Yes, and sticks. <laughs> Sorry, had to go wow. there. Wow. Yes. All right. All right, and Fair finally, enough. and finally, mid December is here, and yes. we know what that means. The Last Jedi opens in theaters. We are so excited. Yes, we are. We hope you have your tickets ready out there in listener land. If you live in a largely populated area, and we're planning on going that first weekend because the ones in New York kind of got snapped up. Uh, yeah, it's pretty much. I gonna. I might have to wait till the third week. Yeah. Yeah. See, I was. Gotta I think we talked about this on a previous show. I had five screens yes, set did. up the day they went in. You were prepped. Yeah. And ready. And you know, when you get old, it's all reserve theaters, yes. preferably with recliners. Yes. And uh, the shows where children are not apt to be there because it'll, yeah, they and talk through the it. ten a.m. showings. That's the one I go to. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh yeah but, but but you know get the Kleenex though it's Carrie Fisher's last ride around the galaxy yes, and I indeed. think we're all going to be hitting the fields here. Yes. So, uh, so that is something to look forward to in this kind of uh, year that's sort of just kind of puttering out. Uh, yeah, and uh, you know we're we're down Weezing to what, towards the end. Yes, galumphing towards twenty eighteen. Galumphing, I like that. Yes. Very much uh, so. so, for anyone out there who wants to know more about these stories that we chittered on about today, you can find a link to those at poptechjam jam dot com. Ooh, you went up there. I went There's up. a key yeah, change there, wasn't I'm there? Yes, uh, up next, we're going to talk about uh, maybe doing some mobile scanning with OCR. Well, we are, as we mentioned, we're winding down this year. Got a few hopefully helpful hints still left nice. in the can. Um, one Locked of, and loaded. Yeah, yeah, just, you know, and ready to go. Because yeah. uh, Microsoft has a ton of apps and programs, and sometimes they're bloatware, and you don't really, it's overkill. Right. But they've got this little mobile app that doesn't get a lot of attention. The people who use it love it, and those who don't know. Have you ever heard of Office Lens? No. It is a mobile app. You work with a camera, and right. you can take a picture of something, and it'll translate whatever words are in the picture into text you can edit and preferably open it up in a mobile Word document. And I was messing around with this because I do a column where people write in with the questions about technology. Hey, and I don't work for the company anymore, so it's the New York Times. Yes, yes, that, 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 uh, yes. that, that publication. She does a column. It's a Q&A column. It's very helpful. Go read it, folks. Yeah, and, and there was somebody who wanted to know, well, I know I can take a picture of this page of text or this sign, but can I turn that into a word processing document? So I got to looking, and then there are various apps out there that let you do this. Right. But and they all have to use the optical character recognition, which which recognizes the letters and then translates them into uh, mm -hmm. text. But the the Microsoft Office suite, because a lot of people use that for word processing yeah. stuff that can eventually end up there. If you're looking for something to do that, and it's just going to end up in Word by default, saves you a step. And so I was looking around to see what apps uh, might be uh, compatible with that. And this little Office Lens program, which is free, Android and iOS. Free is good. Yeah, you basically take a picture of the page or the printed material you want to convert into a Word file, just snap a picture, and then when you uh, open it up there, 
it converts that photograph into text. It's, again, with OCR stuff, maybe sometimes the punctuation gets yeah. in the way, and you got to proofread it. Yeah. But the thing that I liked about it is, say you're in a meeting, and people are doing the whiteboard, and they're scrawling all over, and you're yeah, trying to yeah, take yeah, notes, yeah. but you're getting, yeah, it's tired, you, you know, you're just not really paying attention. You can take a picture of that whiteboard, and the app will translate all the scribbles as best as it can into text, so you have notes from that meeting that were on the wall. Nice. So that, like that, to that. me, was like, the, you know, this is a really good, this is tech making my life better. Yes. You know, a lot of times tech is just tech is, oh, it's cool or it's fun. Yeah. But it's like, this actually is saving me some, some time here. Useful tech. I like it. it. It's a very kind of quiet, unassuming program. You you can look at it and compare your original photograph with what got translated in case you need to go in there and make some edits. Right. It's, it's very handy when you're asked to save and store the photo. You just choose Microsoft Word from the list of apps and services when you've taken your picture of your text. The Android version of Word then takes over to open the file, convert the text uh, into editable content, and then uh, you can uh, just open that in Word or if you're using the OneDrive, mm-hmm. you open it, you translate it, and then you can get to it from your desktop if you tap in your OneDrive yeah, with you your Word there. It, you dump it in there. And yeah, you, you email it to yourself or whatever, but it's very handy to have. And I, I tested on a few things if you just wanted – if you're like taking notes for a project and you have a, a book that you're getting some information from – you can snap that and then get all the text. The whiteboard thing I think is very great. There's a competing program. I think it's called World Lens that is augmented reality that will translate signs in foreign languages for you. This is a different app from that. Right, right. So different. But, but, but the fact that we have you know these nice little uh, software algorithms that figure stuff out and save you time, I'm, I'm liking that. I'm liking that a lot. And I'm betting that there is – if you scroll or if you dive into the app stores of whatever device you're using – there's probably competing apps that will charge you for the privilege of yeah. scanning stuff. But that's – I'm downloading that sucker right now. Yeah, it's coming – the next time you go to a meeting where someone is writing all over the wall and you're supposed to be keeping up about yeah. what our project's target tasks are yeah. and you don't really feel like moving your pencil, just you know, snap it and, and convert yeah. it at the end of the meeting. Because I never want I, – I don't like going into meetings with my laptop. I yeah, because you know. I just want to sit there and watch videos rather than yeah, be in exactly, a meeting too. Basically, so. Exactly. So anyway, that was our uh, very quick, uh, hopefully helpful hint, uh, the Office Lens scanning app. And we'll have a link to it on our show page. And you can find that again at poptechjam.com. And now it's time to say goodbye. We got to go. Yeah. We've got to thank the bros. Yes, we do. Thank you, bros. Builtbybros.com. Build something with the bros if you think it. They'll build it for you. Yeah, they're very good about that. They are those bros. Yes. And thank you, listeners. Uh, again, apologies for the unannounced week off last week. But we're okay. back. We're and, back. Uh, you know, we are heading uh, full tilt into the holiday season here. The yeah. year will be over in, what, three weeks or less? Yes, indeed. I got I to gotta get back on the wagon there because I've been just eating like a madman. I've just been going buck wild. This is the good eating time of it year, is. though. It is. I just had a box of meat for lunch. Really? It's just, yeah, it's just a, Was it like one of those Wisconsin Cheeseman summer sausage things? Uh, no, or? I just went upstairs and got, you know, a box okay. of meat, basically. Okay, box of meat to go? Yeah. All right, well. I'm just, I'm just out of, I'm off, off the, I'm on the, I'm off the rails. I'm right. like so far off. Well, you're keeping healthy. It's cold and flu season, yes, so you got to keep healthy. Thank you. See, I appreciate that. That's yes. very nice. Yes. So until next week, and we're back with more, and maybe you'll bring that box of meat into the studio <laughs> in case you, yes. you start to feel like the need for protein. Yes. Well, remember when we ordered when you had a pizza? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got to do On that. On the Domino's app. Yeah, we should do that. Yeah, we should do it. Holiday, holiday eating. Yes. But until next week, I'm J.D. Beersdorfer. And I'm Pedro Rafael Rosado. All right, so are you going to go get like a box of chips to go with your meat now? Nice, I have to.